Hello, and welcome to Passion to Purpose Teacher Edition. I'm your host, Beth Barrage, and today we'll be talking about how you can impact the future of your students by providing opportunities for them to be leaders. John Quincy Adams said, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader. One of Dr. Rollo's pillars is to develop leaders. Today, I would like for us to explore the idea of growing our students into leaders. I'm excited to introduce you all to an incredible group of seniors from Monterey High School so that you can hear about the opportunities they have had to serve their classmates and their school. Before we begin, will each of you please tell us your name and what your plans are for after graduation? My name is Jefferson Barrage, and after graduation, I plan on attending South Plains College, majoring in sports management. Hi, I'm Tegan Henson, and I plan on attending West Texas A&M, and I want to major in music and teach, teach music education. Well, my name is Trent White. I'll be attending Army West Point, and I'll be majoring in cyber warfare and also be on a football scholarship. Hey, everyone. My name is Sam Cribs, and I'll be attending Clemson University to study architecture. Hi, everyone. My name is Ashlyn Wolf, and I'll be attending Texas A&M University, majoring in microbiology. Lots of big plans for you guys. Can't wait to see how all of that goes. All right, so let's start today. Uh, I'd like for you, you guys to think about a leader that you admire and what makes them a good leader and what inspires you to follow them. So anybody could can jump in and tell us who you think about. Start off. Um, All right, Jefferson. So one one leader that came to mind when thinking about these questions was um, was Coach Hayes, my swim coach. He helped me through a lot going into junior year. He kind of pulled me up into varsity before I was really ready, and that he kind of pushed me, and that made me be like ready for it. And I think he kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone, and that um, that made. A big difference because I was almost ready to quit after sophomore year. Um, yeah. So. so he believed in you, believed that you could do it yeah. when you thought you couldn't. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. Anybody else want to share? Yeah, I'd say uh, the leader I was thinking of is Mr. Allgate. He's my choir teacher. I've had him since I was in sixth grade. And knowing him so long, we've kind of gotten to become friends in addition to student and teacher. But he, I think he really knows how to walk the line between that really well. So like if in class we're ever kind of getting too kind of just casual with everything, he can like flip a switch and put us in our place and then get stuff done. And then he can kind of start relaxing. And so I think with that, he's also very disciplined with how he teaches us and kind of the way he spends his time during class. And kind of, I think that's just kind of rubbed off on me. I was homeschooled. And so I just kind of hopped into high school with no expectation on what to do, but I did love to sing. And so I just kind of got involved in choir and, you know, he was just always there, and he always pushed me to my limit. Sometimes I questioned his authority. Sometimes, sometimes I was like, come on, come on, Mr. Allgate, what, what you doing here? Like, I don't think I could do this, but he always believed in me even whenever I didn't think I could do something. And he always proved me wrong. So, yeah. That's great. Um, for me, I would have to say Miss Lewis, the lead counselor at Monterey. She's just so encouraging all the time. She helped me through some really hard times last year. And so she's just the way she interacts with students and how she makes a connection with them and really helps them, really cares about them is just something that was really important to me. That's great. 
Trent, what about you? Um, I'd hate to be the, you know, the odd one out and say I have one, but I have a lot. And I'd say like L- LISD as, as a community, you know, um, like different schools and stuff. Like when, when um, for instance, when my mom passed away, like I had no one to turn to, no one to look, you know, cry shoulder on. And uh, like the, the community of Lubbock <clears throat> as a whole just came together and, you know, supported me and, and pushed me to, you know, to not stop doing what I loved, not, you know, um, going to school like some people might do sometimes. I, I never missed a day of school after that point. And um, like for Sam, for instance, and the rest of these people, um, like they just, in any kind of way, they they didn't stop, you know, um, comforting me and making me feel like I was just, you know, some regular guy that lost his mom, you know, yeah. and it, it, it was very inspiring me to me. And um, I, I thank all of them for, you know, doing that for me because they, they didn't have to. And that's what I love about, you know, um, these leaders that I'm sitting with today and also loving as, as a community. I'm sorry. That's great. And I think the trend that I hear from all of you guys is that all of the people that you thought of built relationships mm-hmm. with you. And believed in you and encouraged you. Does that sound sound about right? It's definitely right. Yes, yes ma'am. Okay, so now um, why don't you guys tell us um, about the opportunities that you've had at Monterey to become a leader and develop your skills as a leader? <coughs> Who wants to go first? I'll go. All right, uh, Sam. So. Uh, I've been in uh, student council all four years in Monterey, and so that's obviously a big source of doing that, you know, organizing activities and having to talk in front of groups and go to service projects and things like that. And that, like, not only puts things in perspective with with your own life, but it also, like, when you go to those service projects, it gives you a good relationship with the people you're with. And it also gives you, it teaches you, like, physically how to do projects and just kind of how to have a generous mindset. Mm Mm-hmm. And then also, I'd say like a singular class uh, would be mock trial, because in there it's like a lot of public speaking. It's a lot of like the way you say something. It's not what you say; it's how you say it. So that's taught me a lot of skills. Also, that's great. That's great. Um, I'll go next, I guess. So I've been in choir and orchestra all four years of high school. Um, and junior year, I going into junior year, I decided I wanted to run for orchestra president, and I ended up getting that. And then junior in choir as well, I was um, able to be one of the tenor section leaders. And for that, I got to be behind Caleb Cartwright, who was, who I got to watch kind of mentor everybody and kind of take the charge and kind of helped me kind of know what to look for and how to lead. Um, So going into senior year as co-president this year in orchestra and as um, bass section leader helped me kind of be able to lead better and be more effective in my leading. So Jefferson, what are some of the skills that you've learned through those opportunities? Um, I would say some of the skills to be patient with others who aren't able to take in the information or anything like that. Like it's fast. Um, that's, that was a big part. And also just listening to what others have to say too. your, your viewpoint may not always be the right one. And in order to be like a selfless leader, you need to have the viewpoint of others as well. That's great. Uh, opportunities. Um, the skills I required, um, 
Sorry, I just read a list. You're, I didn't you're good. Okay. Tell us about your your leadership opportunities <laughs> leadership that you've opportunities. had. Um, well, it didn't really kind of, it wasn't clear until this year, until my senior year, but I feel like that was a good thing. I feel like going into high school and being around a bunch of people, you kind of had to have three years on you just to learn and just kind of watch like, Jefferson said, like watching Caleb Cartwright and watching um, Brighton, the senior, the, the choir president, my sophomore year, my sophomore year, mm-hmm. just watching them kind of grow and mentor is a good word that Jefferson used. Um, it was really inspiring. And I think that sometimes you have to be put in those situations or you have to watch people be put in those situations to become that good leader, you know? Mm-hmm. So what are some of the skills that you've learned from, from watching them and maybe even watching Mr. Allgate? Saying no. <laughs> saying no. Yeah, I don't know how to say no sometimes. If, if you're around me for more than five minutes, I, I'm just, I'm a very big people pleaser. Like I love to say yes, I love to keep the positive energy, but whenever someone isn't in the right path or, you know, you just, it's really hard to tell people no sometimes. And so sometimes, you know, I'll be put in an awkward situation. It doesn't even have to be where I'm leading right now. It could just be anywhere. Saying no is a big thing. And what are some what are some reasons why it's good for you to say no? Ooh, um, well, if you say yes to everything, it'll be a disaster. Um, if people need your honest opinion, especially because as a president, you're supposed to give your honest opinion, which is also really hard to do if you're a big people's pleaser. Mm-hmm. But um, they they need an honest opinion. They need to know what's right and what's wrong, and you know you're the leader. And so if you just say yes to everybody, then everyone will think that they're right. Mm -hmm. And there are ground rules that you have to kind of follow. So saying no is really big. And you currently serve as the choir president? Yes, the choir president. Good, good, good. All right, Trent, why don't you tell us about some of your leadership opportunities at Monterey and maybe what skills you've learned? Um, Being a a leader at Monterey, I haven't really tapped into it really um, until maybe my junior year high school um you know um speaking maybe sports wise I mean I was I was expected you know to be that elite guy and then well I I still had to learn a lot from you know the other older guys up there and stuff and so I I, I didn't really have a role to lead except for my own like being you know like pushing myself and stuff like that and um uh besides football and all, all, all that type of stuff um student council I mean um yeah, student council this year uh, is what kind of helped me, um, you know, grow and develop as a uh, a leader. You know, just not for only me, but being a, you know mentors to you know elementary kids, uh, middle school kids, and maybe other uh, high school kids, underclassmen that um, go to either our school or you know other schools around you know uh, Lubbock or even um, this, uh, the. You say a state or whatever, because um, uh, you know it's, I, I get random text every day, and like um, I, maybe I'll post you know something you know that's motivational or um, you know something about you know sports or something like that, and you know it's, you know some some people just um, just look for that type of stuff you know to keep them going, and then um, if they see you do it good, then you can you know make someone else you know progress in their lives too, because you you know like me like. <clears throat> this, uh, the position I am in, like, I'm just, you know, a, a kid from Lubbock, you know, and um, I'm getting the opportunity to play for one of the, you know, most prestigious, you know, colleges in America. And if, if I can do it, anybody can do it. And um, what I learned um, f- 
from, you know, uh, being a leader at Monterey is that, you know, it, you don't have to change the whole um, world with something you do. It's just, you know, step by step, you could change one person's life around by, you know, mentoring them, um, giving them, you know, uh, a good um, talk every now and then. Um, and also, you know, maybe even, you know, showing up for them at times they might need you or someone. And um, like I said, some people have done it for me and I appreciate them for that. And also I'm, I'm giving back to other people that might need it also. So, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Sam, what about you? Uh, with the skills I've learned and everything. So again, with mock trial, I think that's really helped me a lot because like talking, especially like public speaking nowadays, because like with phones and everything, I don't mean to sound like, you know, an older person, but like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's kind of harder to talk face to face now, right? especially when it's so easy to just type something and then it's yeah. done. But then with that, like uh, learning again, how to phrase an argument, even if you know the, the right thing to say, you don't say it the right way, then it may not have that effect you want it. Mm-hmm. You may not be able to, to motivate that person the way you want or to convince a person to do something that you think is right. So I think having some some public speaking abilities like that is good. And also it's, uh, I think mock trial has been a really good just like way to like push me, to like put me out of my comfort zone. Because typically I'm not a very good public speaker, at least before going into that class. But now I feel pretty comfortable whenever, uh, you know, I get up to do a presentation for class or, do I, or when I do a speech at a, at a banquet or something like that. And so I think that's just a good life skill to have, you know, whether you're going into politics or just, you know, being the head of a local club or just, you know, being a friend who, you know, will need to talk to people every now and then. I think that's just a really good uh, skill to have. Absolutely. All right, Ashlyn, tell us about your leadership opportunities and, and the skills that you've learned through those opportunities. Okay, well, my junior year was when I kind of really started to get involved. I've kind of seen a trend in that and in this group, you know, junior year is when we kind of started getting involved in leadership. Um, I did Chick-fil-A Leadership Academy, Mm -hmm. and that was like a huge game changer for me because it really taught me what it meant to be a leader. I'd heard like, oh, be a leader before. But, you know, there's certain things that you don't know about what it means to be a leader. And, you know, Chick-fil-A leadership kind of instilled – the uh, principle of servant leadership. So you be, um, you serve your community um, by just, you know, being a good person, volunteering, things like that. And so that was really uh, important to me. And then uh, last year, I was also the vice president of the orchestra, which kind of got me introduced to being a leader in the orchestra. And then this year, me and Jefferson are actually co-presidents of the orchestra. Um, And then I was also uh, the co-captain of the bell crew this year for, um, senior year. So, and tell us what bell crew is for people that may not know. Okay. So bell crew is like a hype squad on the side of the field. (laughs) Basically we just cheer on the football team and, um, well other teams too, but mainly the football team because I think, yeah, I think we all were. Yes. Yeah. Cheering for Trent. There you go. Right. It, It was a really great experience and it really taught me, honestly, I was really nervous going into it because I'm not somebody who enjoys being in the spotlight, you know, and since I was the co-captain I was kind of like at the front of everything and so it kind of taught me some valuable skills about communication you know social things things like that so very good very good so 
some of you have already touched on this, but I'd like to hear um, how these opportunities and the skills that you've talked about uh, impact you as you graduate and move on and get ready for your next chapter in life. So how can you see carrying that through? Um, I'd say like what I touched on earlier with being able to be pushed to like past your limits. I think that is a huge skill to have. Like, for instance, like when you're studying, you know that you can, there's more, like more that you can do maybe for like a big test or uh, things like that. And so I think that being able to be pushed to your limits is, or pushed out of your comfort zone is a good thing um, to take with you. Like once we graduate and move on, um, and so, yeah, that's what I think about that. <laughs> Good. Anybody um, else? Tegan? Yeah, I'll go. Um, so one of the things I learned as being a leader, kind of like leading into what, what it's going to help me with after high school, is to be a leader, you have to have followers. You can't just automatically go up on a podium and automatically have everybody down at your feet saying, yeah, she's right, she's totally right. You kind of have to earn their trust and respect first. And so um, you can't just... Like I said, you can't just go out there and be like, oh, I know it's right. I know it's right. I'm going to make a huge difference. I'm going to change so many lives. First, you have to have those followers, but they're always watching. Yesterday, I was asked by um, one of my favorite juniors who's in choir. She's like, Tegan, I voted for you because I noticed how kind you were to people. I had no idea who you were. I had no idea who the candidates were, but I just noticed how kind you were to people. And it really, it just you know, it, it kind of sunk into my heart for a second. Like I didn't even know I was being watched. I didn't even know people were looking at me. People were um, looking up to me. And so, you know, just noticing that everyone's watching you, at, not in a creepy way, like <laughs> it's not like that. If you just notice that people are watching you and you are an example to people, then that leadership will totally follow you wherever you go. That's a great point. Great point. Anybody else? Yeah, and to, to kind of go off of that, like I'm also involved in Boy Scouts. Mm -hmm. So when I got my eagle a few years ago, uh, all the adults in the troop made a big emphasis on the fact that you you didn't get your eagle. You are an eagle. It's like, and so then 10 years from now, I'm not going to say, oh, I got my eagle 10 years ago. I'm going to say, I, well, I became an eagle 10 years ago and I still am an eagle. Mm -hmm. And so that it's like, regardless of if, you know, you had a, whether you're in student council or in scouts or whatever, you have to, you have to like keep it on, keep that leadership that kind of, you know, act like everyone's watching you regardless of where you are. Mm. So then, so then like, you know, whenever you're not paying attention, people are still looking at you and they're saying, oh, wow, you know, there's some sort of inspiration there that you can look at. And then also to go off what Tegan said earlier, uh, it's important to say no sometimes. <laughs> I've also had that problem. I've gotten into a few too many organizations or activities or whatever, but also I think it's good just at, like as a leader, but also just as a person and to put yourself out there and to like be, not be afraid to just say, screw it. Let's see how this goes. And, you know, cause like, again, mock trial scouts, those were both things where I just kind of on a whim said, mm -hmm. yeah, let's, let's try this. And then it really worked out for me. And so I think it's important to just kind of take a risk every now and then, put yourself out there and see how it goes. That's great. Um, I think that just building off of what Tegan said, um, I think we're all just saying that, Tegan. She, you just have so many good ideas about it. Um, yeah, it's it's really important to be kind to people. I think that that is kind of the basis of being a good leader is being kind and respectful to, to anybody, even if you don't 
necessarily like them, it's still important because people do take notice, like you said. And I think that that's definitely something I'll take with me. Um, and then I've, I've just learned a lot of communication skills as a result of just being in leadership. I was, I used to be very shy and uncomfortable in situations where I had to communicate well, and now I feel a lot more comfortable about it. So I will definitely take that with me. That's great. Trent, do you have something to add about what you might take with you in the future? Yes, ma'am. <clears throat> the same thing she said, people skills uh, is what helped me. Um, uh, when I was working at Sonic, uh, that's, that's one of the uh, kind of things that helped me, you know, how to talk to people, how to, you know, um, be approachable and um, and people you know notice that when, when uh, you do it to them enough and uh, on top of that like um, being a leader um, you need to surround yourself with other leaders and um, people who have the same mindset as you do to you know want to do more progress you know um, a certain organization or you know might even you know see how, how can we do this better? How can we do that better? And you, like people will start noticing that and um, in the end you'll be rewarded for it. And um, that's something, you know, I know Sam has done. I know you have done, Tegan and, um, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot your name. Um, <laughs> Jefferson. Jefferson, uh, yeah. And just this group alone, I know that um, in the future, you know, um, you'll be repaid for, you know, what, you, what you've done just, you know, now and in the future, you know, people can, will remember you just for not, you know, Hey, I, I went to school with you. Like people will remember you for many different things just through that. So yeah. That's what Those I, are all yeah. great words. So before we wrap up today, it is also teacher appreciation week this week. And so is there anything that you guys would like to say to, there's going to be, teachers from all over the district that might listen to this and so something that you might want to say to them in honor of teacher appreciation week um i just want to say thank you for not giving up on your students even when they are complete jerks and <laughs> teenagers thank you for not giving up and thank you for keep pushing us and keeping us keeping us afloat one thing i realized from all my favorite teachers is um you know the saying like do whatever you like, whatever you love, but do it with everything that you have. You know, or I maybe, maybe I worded something that like that. Yeah, something like that. Like yes. whatever you do, you want to put all of your passion into it. Every teacher that I look up to, that I admire, most of the teachers that I have actually, like they put everything. They put time. They put effort. They put their own money. They we know mm. teachers don't get paid too much. We're being <laughs> honest here. And so just the fact that they put all of that effort and all of that love into their job is inspiring. That just that's why I want to be like a music teacher is because I see how um, Mr. Allgate like found that love for what he does and he puts every effort he can mm. into that profession. And though like to a lawyer or to a philanthropist, it looks like a silly, you know, music job, but it's your music job and mm -hmm. you make it whatever you want, and it's super inspiring. That's great. Anyone else? Yeah. All right, oh, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, for me, I'd say, um, well, hold on. Uh, shout out Miss Curry. Thank you. You've been mm -hmm. the best school mom uh, for me. Um, what I would say is to all the teachers out there that are listening to this right now, um, whatever you do, just don't give up. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on the kids because you don't know who you could be teaching right now mm -hmm. um, going forward. You could be teaching the next president 
um, oh, yeah, and <laughs> <Cribs>? <laughs> yeah, he'll be teaching <laughs> the next, uh, you know, LeBron James, the next, you know, Michael Vick. You never know whose life you might, you know, change um, throughout those four years of high school. And, uh, you know, just um, every now and then, you know, just, you know, check up on your students. You never know what might, what might be going on. Um, you know, um, that's for me, that's what I've seen is, you know, a lot of high school students, you know, have um, had issues and problems and stuff. And, you know, teachers, you know, help and stuff and they try to you know keep them going. And it's just like they just can't do enough to help. But I mean, on the other hand of it, though, um, just uh, keep keep grinding, you know, um, <laughs> that's what I would say. Just, you know, don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your students. And most definitely, you know, don't give up on God because God can do anything. Awesome. And then I would also just, um, for teachers, there's always going to be some students who, like, remember you, even if they don't say anything. Mm -hmm. There's, like, uh, you know, whether you're teaching first grade or 12th grade or whatever, there's going to be someone after you've taught a lesson or after you've used an analogy or done a project, they're going to remember that. And even if they don't say anything, which, you know, they probably should say something, but, you know, if for some reason they don't, I've been in that situation a lot. They, like, will just keep that in mind. And then 20 years from now, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember, you know, Miss Lewis's second grade class, you know, that we did this or mm-hmm. whatever it is. And so just kind of, like, remember that. Even, so even if you don't necessarily get any credit up front or any appreciation for that, which, again, you probably should, you know, <laughs> kids are just kids like that. But just like um, even if you don't see that there is an impact with who you're teaching, there definitely is one. For me. So just kind of keep that in mind. That's great. Um, I have some things to say, too. I think that um, – <laughs> sorry, that was so weird. Um, <laughs> I think that teachers, they just have a huge impact on students from so early on, I think. And um, I think it's important to – encouragement is the most important thing, no matter what age you're at. And the teachers I remember the most are the ones who've given me words of encouragement, um, helped me along the way. In fact, I don't think I would be wanting to go into microbiology without the teachers I've had, like especially, especially science and math teachers. I think that they, you know, teachers don't realize how much they really shape a student's future. And I think it's really important to keep encouraging students, keep encouraging our future generations and yeah, um, teachers have a really important job. So, yeah. It's very true. Yes, what yeah. else you got? It's also about the relationship you have with your teacher. Mm. You know, you know, like, you know, saying hi in the hallway, you know, giving them, you know, high fives, handshakes and stuff like that. That can, you know, um, not only make your teacher, you know, a lot happier and, and better throughout the day, like through her teaching skills and all that. And like on a teacher standpoint, that can make you know your student want to come to your class more, yeah. you know, pay attention more, and you know, motivated to you know have a have a great GPA like the rest of these guys <laughs> here. So yeah, that's all. Shout out to Miss Lewis, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Well, thank you guys for sharing today, and I've enjoyed just listening to you guys have a really uh, candid conversation. And um, I hope that you'll all continue to grow in your leadership roles in your future and you'll serve in your future careers and in your communities. So thank you uh, for, for what you shared today. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was great. 
Teachers, as we quickly come to the end of another school year, please take time to reflect on leaders that you admire and what makes them great, and reflect on how that leader inspired you to lead in your classrooms, schools, and community. How can you take your knowledge and skills to develop leaders in your students? That's all the time we have for today. Thank you for joining us on Passion to Purpose Teacher Edition. We hope that you are inspired to be purposeful in living your passion for impacting the lives of our students. We'll be back next fall with season two of Passion to Purpose.